The Super Serious Sports Show with Chris Coleman and Adam Jansen. Welcome to this abbreviated special edition of the Super Serious Sports Show for a Monday because, Chris Coleman, what's happened? Uh, oh, well, I've joined um, something like 20% of the Australian population and I'm currently in, in isolation. So I've joined the COVID club, my friend. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the club. I had that, uh, as we know, I had that a few weeks ago. How's, uh, how's your symptoms? How are you going? Uh, not, not, not too bad. It's, it's, um, it's worse than a cold, but uh, so far it hasn't been as bad as the flu. But, yeah, I'm just glad I'm not um, trying to do too much. But, mate, can I say, one thing that made me feel better was, was just listening back to last Thursday's edition of the, of the Super Serious Sports Show, when we didn't just do well, we nailed it in terms of predictions, and I think that's why we've just got to be on for a couple of minutes today um, to gloat just a little bit. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, well, we'll start with the uh, the first one wasn't actually an official prediction. It was just we talked about which team had surprised us most throughout the year, and you said the Cronulla Sharks... <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this because they'll probably now go out and have an absolute stinker this week tonight against the Broncos and get belted. Uh, but they've actually become one of the teams worth watching in the NRL this year. Correct on two counts. They've become one of the teams to watch this year. And they got... Well, they didn't really get belted, but they, they lost to the Broncos. Now, I'm just going to bring in uh, Michael, who who's pushing the buttons for us here today. Michael, you're a Sharks fan. What happened? I, what went wrong? Can I, I? I can be really honest and say I don't know because there was no there was no player that stood out. There wasn't a player who did right. There was a lot of players who did wrong, especially Nico Hines. But the thing is, he's had so many games he was bound to have a bad one. Uh, now I saw a, fa- a, a stat that since 2017 we've only beaten the Broncos twice, um, and I thought, oh, that's a load of a load of garbage. We're obviously going to beat them because we're a lot better. But it seems that that hoodoo is going to continue. Um, I think it's just going to be... It was just an off game, and everyone has them. Yeah, well, my opinion of that game was that uh, virtually any team would have beaten them on Thursday night. Now, Chris, what did you make of it? Very, very simple. Once I get on board a bandwagon, it will come to a screeching halt. <laughs> and, and Cronulla fans, hate on me all you like. I got on board the bandwagon, and I'm not sure I'm going to jump off yet, but, uh, yeah, we did, see, we did see that one coming. Yeah, well, to be, to be fair, it wasn't the only, um, the only upset of the weekend. It was, a, it was a weekend of upsets. Now, this was my official prediction for the weekend for the NRL. My prediction. I think the Cowboys are going to beat Parramatta this week. Who'd you take in the tipping comp, AJ? I took Parramatta, but there's a reason I did that because our general manager here at the radio station is coming second in the tipping comp and I'm coming first. And I want to maintain that lead. And I knew full well he was going to tip his own team against the Cowboys. So that was tactical. But I always thought Chad Townsend, the buyer of the year, and the Cowboys would get it done. Well, they did indeed get it done, and mate, well done to you for going out on a limb and actually putting it out there uh, on the record. I will say I took them in the tipping comp. But I think I got a little bit foolhardy and, and thought, well, it's a weekend of upsets. I'm going to take the West Tigers as well. So I undid all my good work one day by by, un, uh, by going wrong the next. But, uh, mate, well done to you for, for putting that one out there. 31 points they won by. 31. Well, yeah, just, just, just a, a, more, a more than handy win in there. Um, but... But, AJ, we weren't done with that one either. Let's get to the one, the other one, and I think this one, big one in Sunday rugby. I couldn't tell you the last time an Australian side won against New Zealand opposition two weeks running. The Brumbies will do that. And they did. They did, did they? They got it done. 
They got it. They got it done. They got not not just got it done. They got it done uh, by the tune of by the, by the tune of several tries in the end over over the Highlanders. And by the way, got to say a, um, a a big congratulations as well to to uh, the Waratahs who got up over the over the Crusaders, twenty four points to twenty one. Massive result for the Waratahs. But yeah, I think I said the Highlanders. The Brumbies getting home forty two to twenty five over over the Hurricanes uh, at GIO Stadium on the weekend. We are on fire with our predictions at the moment, and we just couldn't. Well, I couldn't. You know, while I'm sitting around doing well, not very much of anything, couldn't let that opportunity go past just to have a wee gloat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was actually going to ask you about something else. It wasn't a prediction that we made on Thursday's show, but you had should I say, several things to say about the GWS Giants. Now, I can't remember what the final score was, but I do remember sending you a message at one point saying they're up 94 to 15. <laughs> did they hear you and did you upset them? And have they, is that the reason they won or have it got just absolutely nothing to do with it and they just got it all together? I think they may have finally got it all together. Uh, but, yeah, uh, uh, look, uh, again, I won't say I jumped off the GWS bandwagon, but I wasn't expecting them to win uh, in Adelaide and I certainly wasn't expecting them to get home by just shy of 10 goals. But, uh, mate, in the end, uh, you know, if, if, if it takes me bagging my own team for them to win, um, maybe I should be doing more of that as well. Yeah, well, it's interesting, actually, because I'm going to take GWS as one of my predictions for this week ahead. So they're playing Geelong. Are you your predictions already? Yeah, they're playing Geelong. I think they're going to win. That's going to be one of my predictions for, for for this weekend. Spoiler alert! I know it's a I know the weekend's uh, quite a few days away, but that's going to be one of my predictions. Okay, so GWS to beat Geelong in Canberra this week, and a game that I won't be able to get to because I'll still be in isolation. Oh, will you? Oh, you're going to miss the Raiders game too. <laughs> Mate, I'm going to have um, have uh, very intimate knowledge of every uh, every part of my house by the end of this uh, by the end of the seven day period. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you did tell me you've got an enormous DVD and Blu-ray collection, so I'm sure you'll be you'll be you'll be right. You don't even need your Foxtel or your KO or anything like that. Uh, another quick prediction too. I think the uh, Dallas Mavericks in the NBA tomorrow are going to cause an upset. I think they're going to beat uh, the number one ranked Phoenix Suns. We talked a lot about the Pelicans potentially being the Suns. That didn't happen, but I think Dallas will get up tomorrow. Well, if you're doing this to make the Phoenix Suns win, mate, I've got to say you're doing a spectacular job so far. Yeah. Uh, one more thing, too, before we uh, before we let you go and uh, and go get yourself some cough medicine or have a, have a couple of, uh, I don't know, something just to make yourself feel better. I couldn't miss this opportunity to have the Tottenham fan on the phone and the Arsenal fan in the studio. We have discussed this a couple of times. How are they going? Michael, you go first. How are Arsenal going? Arsenal are going very well. We've actually just beaten West Ham this morning, 2-1, and so we're still in fourth place. We're chasing Chelsea down, who are in third and only three points ahead. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just stick it at that. We'll, we'll, I'll stop there. And Tottenham, Chris. Well, Tottenham still have every chance in the world to completely stuff things up. <laughs> stuff things up by um, by actually beating Arsenal in a couple of weeks' time. Um, but the way Chelsea have been going. Um, who knows? It could be a very, very interesting three-way battle for spots three, four, and five in another few days' time. Yeah, well, I um, uh, I don't know which team I'm going to go for yet. I'll decide, and I'll decide because isn't there? There's a potentially a deciding game between Arsenal and Tottenham coming up, isn't there? There is a potentially deciding game. It's in a few weekends' time. It is at Tottenham's home ground, which is a disadvantage for my boys. But you never know. You never know. It will be. I think that game will definitely shape who finishes in fourth. Spurs have a small hill to get over first in Liverpool at Anfield, but you know, um, yeah, the Arsenal game. Oh, Liverpool aren't that good. At all. Yeah. Liverpool aren't that good. <laughs> 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 well, Chris Coleman, we'll let you. Uh, we'll let you go. You can get back to your DVD collection. I, uh, I recommend Lethal Weapon One through Four. It's a good time. <laughs> 
Cheers, fellas. I'll catch up with you on Thursday. All right. That's been another abbreviated episode of the uh, Super Serious Sports Show. We'll uh, we'll catch you again with another shortened show on Thursday before we return for some full shows next week when Chris is out of isolation.